Earlier this week, we spoke with uh, some agricultural people who were telling us uh, just how dire things had become, not only in Alberta, but in fact right across the prairies uh, due to the weather that we've seen so far to start this summer. It has not been a good situation, as you know. And uh, at the time, we were talking about the fact that they really needed some support from government uh, in order to try and get through the situation that they're dealing with right now. Well, yesterday, the federal government did in fact come forward with a plan to provide some help for Uh, producers in the prairies. Um, We'll find out exactly what it is and if it's going to be enough, but Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bibeau announced uh, a few different steps yesterday. She was in Manitoba. They're dealing with um, crop producers and with uh, beef producers as well. So let's get some insight onto exactly what was announced and what it will mean. Joining us, we have Dr. Melanie Woke, who is the chair of the Alberta Beef Producers. She's also a veterinarian and she's a rancher from uh, our province. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having us, Shay. Uh, let's just get an update. It's been a few days since we talked. Uh, obviously, we've had a little tiny bit of rain in parts of the province, but things are still very, very dire, right? Yeah, we had a little bit of rain here last night. Uh, we're in the northeast part of the province, about 100 miles east of Edmonton, and uh, we got about three tenths, which is nice, but it's definitely not going to turn things around. Um, so the announcement that came from the government yesterday, I know that uh, there was a lot of talk about how desperate things were and the government had to step in. Just your initial reaction to what was announced by the government yesterday. We were extremely pleased with what Minister Bebo announced yesterday. Uh, Alberta Beef Producers has been working tirelessly the last two weeks to let the government know what's going on and, and really provide some pro- producer-led uh, responses to this drought. What was announced yesterday was that... Um, the Agri Recovery Program, which is a part federal, part provincial program, will be helping out uh, beef producers um, in in regards to some extraordinary costs that are associated with this drought, and that includes some um, feed, uh, help with buying extra feed, help with transportation, and. Um, and uh, also, that uh, it was announced that the livestock tax deferral. Right, yeah would be uh, instituted. So what that means is that if producers have to liquidate part or all of their breeding herd, um, that money can be put away and um, then be used in the future when, when things improve and so they can buy back into their herd. Um, so several areas of Alberta, it's not a widespread announcement for that. We're hoping that there will be more areas included because some very severely affected areas haven't been named yet for that. And the primary concern, obviously, is a lack of feed um, for beef producers in our province. So as you said, there's a few different ways they're looking at that. Um, let's just uh, dig a little deeper into there. Basically, what they're saying is, you know, um, for, for producers that, you know, their crops just aren't sellable, um, there's a bonus for them converting it into feed that perhaps you can use, correct? Well, we haven't, yeah, we've asked about, you know, possibly having some incentive for them to do that. The problem with that is that a lot of these crops are tied up in in crop production contracts, so that is where they are uh, uh, sold in a futures-type manner, and so they have to deliver a certain amount of grain, um, and that's where we're getting tied up a little bit here. Uh, There's uh, AFSC, which... uh, which runs the uh, or delivers the program in regarding crop insurance has been very very helpful for us in getting pre-harvest assessments but it doesn't mean that we're going to be able to get all those crops converted to cattle feed we're keeping our fingers crossed but um, these production contracts are really kind of tying us up 
Now, the other uh, development here, um, and, and I guess we need to explain, first of all, that because the, the feed situation has become so dire for producers that, as you said, they're selling off their herd in a lot of cases, or at least part of it, uh, just because they can't find feed and they can't feed the animals. Um, and then there's the tax implications because you need to buy back the herd, but you've got to pay tax on selling, so you're getting relief on the tax side of that, correct? We are, but, you know, we have to... What I'd like non-producers to recognize is, is, as you mentioned, is just how widespread this is. Yeah. So not only the Western Canadian provinces, there's also a large part of Western Ontario, which we are heard hearing is very dry, and they are also starting to liquidate. And then also we have to remember that our largest trading partner in the beef industry, the United States, is under very similar conditions where 50% of their agriculture land is deemed to be under severe drought. So the other problem with with these cows is, you know, we there's no feed, but the other issue is, is where do we sell them to, and what is this going to do to our market prices? Most producers right now are kind of sitting, trying to decide what to do, trying to decide if they can somehow squeak their cattle through, but it, it's a really tough decision, and, you know, in, in the last few years, our national herd numbers have really been declining, and and this is another concern: is is we're really trying to keep these mother herd, these mother cow numbers up, because if we lose any more producers, our our fear is that they're just not going to come back to this industry. And uh, obviously, as you said, you know, I mean, we're we're still early uh, in basically the summer season here in Canada, and and things are not going to be improving. So, um, what are you hoping to see? You know, in the coming days, weeks, and months. Obviously, this is going to be an ongoing situation, right? It is, and you know, you have to remember too that as much as we try and plan for these kinds of things where we have leftover feed, we try and leave some leftover pasture, you know, through the winter so we've got some in the spring, it only carries us through for maybe, you know, another few months. We, if we hit minus 40 conditions like we did last year, you know, to keep those cows warm and healthy, you have to feed them more. And these are all things that we have to factor into how many cows we're able to keep and for how long. Um, you know, I guess our our biggest help right now would be to get more of these crops converted to cattle feed. It's something that's got to be done quite quickly if we get a lot more heat um, because we'll lose the nutritional value of those crops as well. That's probably the biggest thing we're hoping for right now. Um, other than that, we're, you know, even if we were to get some good rain, we're definitely yeah. way behind the eight ball. It's so far behind at this point. Catching up is almost an impossibility, right? I mean, yeah. rain would be great, of course, but uh, at this point, trying to you know salvage the season is almost a lost cause already. Exactly, and as I'm looking at my window right now, it's extremely windy, which doesn't help either. <laughs> it just makes things worse, yeah. Um, thank you so much for your time this morning, Doc. I really appreciate it. Well, we really appreciate it, too, and uh, we just really would like to thank the federal and the provincial governments again for for being so quick in in helping us out and realizing just uh, how important this issue is for us. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Okay, thank you very much, Doc. Thank you. Appreciate your time this morning. That's Dr. Melanie Woke, who is the chair of the Alberta Beef Producers. She's also a veterinarian, and she's a rancher from, as you heard, uh, about 100 miles away from Edmonton.